All right, good morning. We're in Tav Kuf Tet Vav. And Tav Kuf Tet Vav, Vav, right? Se'ifav. So, just to recap one case from yesterday. So, what happens if you're home, you invite a guest, and he brings you a gift <coughs> from outside the Tchum. The gift is outside, comes from outside the Tchum. You know he came from outside. Uh, he drove in, Jewish, non-Jewish. Can you... And he brought it specifically for you. It's a gift for you. Can you get any benefit from it? So when we learned, you have to wait till after Shabbos Yom Tov B'chdei However long the drive is. Um, any way to benefit from it? Not really. However, someone had a clever idea. He has a cousin who does this, and he brings the same bottle every time. So what he did is he had... He has another of his own bottle that he bought before the guest, his cousin, comes. And he prepares it so that he does a little quick switcheroo. So the, uh, the guest has no idea and he thinks from his bottle. Alright. Now, Now, if you have a city with, it's mostly, um, non-Jews. So therefore, Minastam, Whenever a non-Jew, kol ha-mevi, letzorech, harov mevi. He's bringing it for the majority. So, just to hone in a little bit, if it's a, if it's a, depends, right, who the majority of the takers are. If, uh, normally it goes by, you count the people who live there, and that's the majority. But the Mishnah Bura points out, it really depends on who the takers or the buyers are. You can have, or a city is mostly non-Jewish, but a certain product is mostly bought by Jews. So that has a din of mostly Jewish. Haga. Now, Mechza, Mechza, the city is half-half. So then, we're going to see, it's Aser. Or even if the majority is non-Jewish, and the customers are mostly non-Jewish, but the one who, who brings it in, for business, specifically also has in mind that it's for both of them, for the Jews as well. Not just Amdas, but he also wants to include himself specifically also to Jews, even if it's the minority. Both cases are Asr, and you just have to wait till Bichdei Shiasu to get benefit from it. Alright, Zayn. Imu Safik im ba'u mikhutzatchum. Now it's a Safik, and you don't know if he brought it mikhutzatchum. You don't know how far he came from. So if you know that the the, the Jew, uh, the non-Jew who brought it in lives within the Tchum, and most of the fruit that are there are from within the Tchum, then you can, you can go Lakula. Even if you don't know for sure, you can go after the majority. But if you really don't know, and it's just Patan, he lives outside the Tchum, uh, or you know he's often outside the Tchum, uh, perhaps. Anyways, it, it, mm, I take that back. Let's just say if you know he comes from outside the Tchum, and if you're not sure where the fruit are, then you have to go to <coughs> Chumra, and you have to just wait. Especially since it's a Davar Shiesh Lo Matirin. So we're, even by a suffix or a banan, we're less likely to be Mekel. Okay. Chet. You have an item that he brings you, Shehuvah Israel, specifically for a Jew 
Beyom Tov Rishon Shel Rosh Hashanah. He brings it to you from Rosh Hashanah. And it's an item that you don't really uh, have this item that um, the way it is coming off of a tree. Like we mentioned, like dried fruit. Because uh, it can't be plucked that same day. It takes a while for it to dry. So then, <coughs> even though it was brought Michutz Latchum, so we learned if anything that's brought Michutz Latchum, you have to wait um, on that day itself, you can't have it. You have to wait for Shiasu. So here's something interesting. Normally we say, for Rosh Hashanah, both days as one day. Yoma Arichta. It's a Chumra Darabana. Right, we learned that a few times. But still, Midarabana, we treat it like one day. But here, Shulchan Arach writes, Mutar Basheni. You're allowed to eat it immediately after Bichdei Shiasu, you're allowed to have it during the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Even though it was brought outside the Tchum on the first day, you're allowed to have it on the second day because second day is really the next day. And we usually do say Yom Arichta L'Chumra, but here we don't because of Tchumim, it's only Darabanan, and Chazal were not so machmer by Tchumim. V'hu adin l'shabas v'yom tev asmuchim so too, if it's back-to-back, Shabbos to Yom Tov, you don't have to worry. And there's no issues. Really, the issue was of from one day to the next are issues of Hachana. The case that we're talking about is Tchumin. So there's no issue of Hachana with Tchumin. It just it was already brought in, and therefore... It's just an issue of carrying it and moving it. It's not... Uh, okay. So therefore, there's no Xera within that case. All right. So that's for Ted. Um, now we're starting. Now, Yisrael sheshiger doro lachaviru al yedei ena Yehudi. Now, a Jew wants to send some food, a gift, to his friend on Yom Tov. So he tells, he uses a non-Jewish messenger, a delivery service, on on the erev Yom Tov. He prepares everything on erev Yom Tov to be delivered erev Yom Tov. Uh, whatever, the week before. It's supposed to be, but before Yom Tov, he service and was supposed to be delivered on time before the holiday started. So Yisrael Shashigar, Dora Lachavero, they ain't a Yehudi, through a non-Jew, of Yom Tov, everything was done before Yom Tov. Venit Akev, Yehudi. But there, and that was the whole Kavana. This halacha is when it's sent from a Jew to Jew through a messenger, and everything was supposed to be done before Yom Tov, and it was a it was a mistake. The non-Jew got stuck, and he he wasn't able. To, he didn't want to. He wasn't able to do it on time. <laughs> so the only thing that was done wrong over here is it was brought Mikhutz Latchum on Yom Tov. So in this case, Mutarafil Mishahuva Bishvilo Leochlam. In this case. Because it was sent by a Jew through a non-Jew, and even and it was done so it's true it was done for a specific person. That specific person can even eat it and use it that day. There's no issues of achana, and there's no gzera over here in this case because everything was done glad kosher the way it was supposed to be, and it was the the messenger's fault, and. Um, Right. So, and um, Mishnah Berdus points out, though, if it's an item that 
you're worried. Because most things can point out that if a person, if it's an item that can, could be easily switched, well, okay, Matthias, figure out in your specific case, if it's an item that the non-Jew could switch with something else that could be done in this or with, like fresh fruit plucked from that day, it's not really common nowadays, so then there could be an issue. Okay. Let's keep reading. Keep to the point. Aval, now, so again, it was delivered on Yom Tov and it was supposed to be delivered Erev Yom Tov. It's only an issue of Chutz Tchum, you're allowed to have it. Now, since it was brought me Chutz Tchum, we had this before, Aval, Asur, Lecho Yisrael, Tatlam, Chutz Arbamos. But nobody can carry it more than Dalet Amos. That's if you're out in the field and there's no walls around you. Oh, Mi Chutz Choma, or you can't take it basically outside the walled city or outside the Erev. Or Chutz Lamitzar, Sheaduah, Shehukav, Choma, this means you can't take it outside. In other words, you just have to worry about the issue of um, the, the shuetchumin. Is you just can't move it more than um, the dalad almost of where you are or your entire city's eruv. Um, okay, basically it's matter in this case. Haga. Uh, just uh, we're going to read the haga, but uh, the Mishnah Bura just points out, and without getting into too much detail, the following rama is not really lamaisa lahalacha. But let's read it anyway. The haga. And this is only if he had das from before Yom Tov, because the late bay is muksa. So that there's no iser of muksa. There's a few issues, but one of the real stum is, of course, he had das. He, he wanted it to be sent for this person to eat on Yom Tov, and he wanted it to be used, and it was never really uh, set aside not to be used. But uh, for a couple of various reasons. Um, let's just keep reading. But if no one had in mind to uh, the sender, perhaps <coughs> the makabel, that's a whole other discussion. But if no one had a mind to be using this item, okay, there's no isra tchumin in this case, we just reestablished. As asamishu muksa could be a case of muksa issues. There's any item that's owned by a Jew must be, um, can't be muksa set aside not to use. It has to be a usable item. And if it's a muksa, you can't touch it, so then it's, uh, you can't eat it, and so it's, it would be asr. Alright. Let's move on to the next topic. Taf kuf tet zayn. This is, alright, sending gifts on Yom Tov. Okay. Aleph. You're allowed to send to your friend gifts, right? If you go to someone's house and you eat, you're invited, you're allowed to bring a box of chocolates to him and give it to him as a gift. You're allowed to give him a bottle of wine. And he's allowed to take it from you and, and own it and drink it. There's no Mecca Chumemkar, there's no Esar Darabon in here whatsoever. He can use it, not use it, whatever he wants. As was the case before, uh, you can accept a bottle from Michutz at Chum and accept it, and it's and and it's not muksa and pick it up and take it. Just you can't drink it until so if it's Michutz at Chum. But uh, okay, so here you see it's this is just a Mishnah and Beitza where it says you're allowed to give you're allowed to give gifts on Shabbos and Yom. Well, it's the case is in Beitza is Yom Tov, but it's the same thing. Even live animals that 
Now it has to be something that's not muksa. It has to be an animal that you could. Uh, perhaps it has to be an animal that you can shecht um, and eat it. But you don't have to eat it. You can save it and eat it uh, next week. Uh, why not? Uh, why not? Shops can't shop. Uh, a lot of animals is muksa on shops. So that's a discussion. Gifts, right? so, so that's so that's a discussion. Well, food for sure. There's an issue of muksa. There's an issue of muksa. But as far as gifts, so far we don't see a problem even on Shabbos. So we'll discuss that in a minute. We see from the Mishnah on Beitza and the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, or the Gemara, it's a hundred. Per- there's no issues of Kenyan. It's a hundred percent glak kosher. By Yom Tov, and any poskim, including our Mishnah Bura, says there's no difference from Shabbos and Yom Tov, and that's many uh, many poskim point that out. Um, so a lot of so all these things for the purpose of gifts. You're, even if you're not going to eat it that day, um, you're allowed to give it over. Okay, so the wine, oil, uh, whatever, baskets and uh, nuts. Okay, avalot but it can't be raw, uh, a raw grain that you can't eat it the way it is because you have to. You're gonna have to do trina first. You're gonna have to grind it and cook it and whatever. Well, cooking's not a problem, but the t- for uh, for yomta, but the trina grinding is a problem on yomta. And so then it looks like you're gonna be using it for the next day. To be a machlok in the mission about tvua, but that that is definitely the halacha. So that's why that's a problem if it's... It has to be where... Um, it has to be where it's ready to be used. Um, okay. Okay. Or you can do something on it. So it could be an animal, correct. It could be an animal and it be a problem because of shkita. That sounds correct. But okay, to be discussed. Right, okay, now base. We're gonna. I'm gonna just recap after we finish. So let's read base and gimel. Kol davar Anything that we just established, you're allowed to give gifts to somebody on yom tov, whether you're eating there or not, doesn't matter. So you're allowed to. We said, but lo yishlachenu b'shura. Don't send it with having uh, three people uh, in a row. The Hainushkosha Bene Adam Ayoter, three or more. Ze Achar Ze Nosin Kulam Min Echad. Where you have, I don't know, I haven't really seen this myself, but uh, I guess in those days you would they would offer by having the three people. If it's for, for a store for merchandise, uh, they would have three or more people walk one behind the other. Carrying uh, big baskets or boxes or something of uh, these items, because that's how it was done for business. So it looks like you're bringing it to the shuk to sell, and so that's why that's a problem. Just there, there are button. Not an issue of mecca chumemkar. Aval in ko echa no But if every one of the three people are um, carrying different items or are not in a row, mutter, not a problem. Okay. Gimel. Right, uh, we deliver differently nowadays. Gimel. Mishalchim kelim. I don't know. 
You're allowed to send clothing, even if it hasn't been finished uh, with all of the tefira, the um, sewing together. It's still not a proper begin, because you can lean on it. You, you can make a purpose out of it. Okay? You can lean on them. Even if there's kilayim, if it's something that it's hard and you can lean on it without getting any kind of imhem uh, kashim, if it's hard, if it's hard, because then you're not getting any benefit from the from the warmth of the kilayim, so then that's okay. Umeshalchin tefillin, you could even give a gift. You can give a person, I don't know, three thousand for a pair of tefillin on yom tov. Kevan a yom tov when we don't wear tefillin. Because it's ready. You don't have to do anything to it. You don't have to cut it. You don't have to sew it. You don't have. To, they're ready to go as is. Um, even though you're not going to wear it today, but it's 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 a finished product. And okay, um, it's a Gemara, I believe, where it says, and I don't think it's a Mishnah, whatever. It's uh, but shoes that are not sewn, you can't send. Because they have no purpose. No one uses shoes to lean on or do anything with an unfinished product of <laughs> shoes, so that's a problem. It has to be something that's a finished product, even if you're not going to use it today. That's what you see from the... All this is really what you see from the Gemara. Very simple. And... Now, all these things are okay. Even if there's no Eruv, you can send it Rishos HaRabim on Yom Tov. On Shabbos, you need have to have, you would have to have an Arab. On um, Yom Tov, you don't need because it's there's some kind of thing we're about to we're about to get to soon about carrying on Yom Tov. All right. Mishnah Bura points out really the Mishnah says Kol Otim Biyom Tov Anything that you can derive any benefit from it, you're allowed to give presents <laughs> on Yom Tov. The Mishnah Bura says any kind of benefit where you make the person happy, it's all part of. It's all called Litzorach, it's all called Simchas Yom Tov. And in Chela um, Gimel, the Mishnah Burr clearly writes, there's absolutely no difference between Shabbos and Yom Tov. Just to point out, as far as giving gifts on Shabbos and Yom Tov, so there is a Mordechai who writes that it's only Mutter Litzorach Mitzvah. And eating on Yom Tov and wearing clothing on Yom Tov is part of Tzorach Mitzvah. Again, many ask on him, because um, it sounds like from the Mishnah and the Gemara, it's, it's more than just Tzarek Mitzvah. It's any Tzarek. Um, the Ran and the Beit Meir says, no, anything that's that's makes a person happy, and uh, there's some kind of a Tzarek for it, is Mutter. Many postgames and to make him happy, that's already called Tzorach, and that's Mutter. Um, this goes for Shabbos. Shabbos and Yom Tov. Uh, yeah. So certainly, most Boskim do say, if it's Tzorach, it's Mutter, and Tzorach Mitzvah is Mutter. There is some discussion among the Achronim, though. <coughs> What's called Tzorach? How far do you take it? Um, like we said, some Boskim say everything is Basically, mutter, but a lot of achronim say it's better better to avoid something that's not going to be uh, used on Shabbos or Yom Tov. Um, the Magen Avraham is at Sarach Ilan by a wedding. Can you give kalim 
on a wedding to someone who they're not going to be using those kalim on Shabbos. Uh, if they, uh, yeah, on that Shabbos. If, it, if they're celebrating, I don't know, a wedding or Shavu Brachos on Shabbos itself, so there's a minhag to give kalim, to give dishes or to give presents to a chasen v'kala. So he says, Tzarech Iyun, if it's mutter or not. But he's not, because it's, uh, he's not using it that day, and so it's a question if that's called Litzarach or Litzarach Mitzvah, whatever it is. <coughs> so I'll just basically leave it as a, as a, it's not a hundred percent, uh, though many people say also for a bar mitzvah, you should try and give the gift to be makna through somebody else, Erev Shabbos, to avoid the whole issue. Uh, but Mikardin, uh, some say it's okay, because it's making them happy, and also it's, there is a Indian of, of, of a mitzvah that's going on and it's, it encourages him. Um, anyway, that's a discussion in general as far as giving gifts on Shabbos and Yom Tov. I think we'll leave it a little bit ambiguous. But Tav Kuf Yod Zayin, the next, the next Siman. Alright. Okay, so now if you want to get food for from a non from a um, a non Jewish store on Yom Tov and Shabbos, you're going to see it's basically uh, we're here during Hilchos Yom Tov. It's similar. Go to the store and you say It's the same thing. If he's not a non Jew, if, if if the owner is a non Jew. So if you're going to a store, you have to worry about, again, I don't know about nowadays, but in those days you have to worry, maybe he plucked it from the tree that same day. Or he caught it the same day. Uh, but if it's from a Jewish store, you know he didn't do it the same day. Where you can tell by looking at them, they're already starting to shrivel up or dry up, and it's not okay. Then it's not a problem of Okay. And you can't take eggs from him that same day because maybe they were laid that day. That you're not worried about or nolad. In other words, you're not worried about a malacha being done. So then, you can buy from him even if it was brought. Even if it was brought mechutz l'tchum, the verse says the only reason why it's mutter mechutz l'tchum is because that non-Jew brought it for another non-Jew. But if he brought it specifically for a city of Jew of Jews, where, where those are the buyers, so then it would still be a problem if it's mechutz l'tchum. Mechen kemach shenitchan ayom beir sheruba enam yehudim, or kemach that was ground up today for a for mostly non-Jews, so then you're allowed to take it from him as well. The dieted the any Yehudi tachnile because yeah, it was done. It was, it was ground down for a non-Jew. To take from him bread that the uh, that was baked today. Uh, so on Yom Tov, you're allowed to take bread that was baked even the same day. If it's Shabbos or Machmer, in Shin Chaf Hey, where we say if bread was baked on Shabbos um, uh, for a non-Jew, a Jew, a non-Jew baked bread for a non-Jew on Shabbos, 
assuming we're assuming it's kosher. So then, it's if you're allowed to derive benefit. Possible issues are muksa, nolet, or a That's back over there. And the Shulchan Aruch says, if it's a tzorach, a mitzvah, if it's tzorach gadol, or it's tzorach gadol, then you're allowed to derive benefit from bread that was baked on Shabbos. But if it was, um, okay. But for Yom Tov, or the day after Shabbos, the Allah is clearly that it's, that it's mutter, and we're not gozer for that. Again, there's always an opinion that says it's good to be machmer, but that is, that's the halacha. Alright, I guess we'll just stop. So if you're, if you're subscribing